Hey everybody, welcome back to Beyond the Pine, episode 12. This is a pretty great week for us. We have people next door doing construction work because they just moved into the office. I don't know who they are or what they look like, but... It's not construction. Could they, could they do it a little louder, please? Nothing, absolutely nothing. Perfect. Old nothing. for a clause. Old for a clause. Where'd you even... Me. <laughs> I don't know why I ever ask where'd you come up with that. Improv, dude. Improv. Improv. We had a very nice... God damn it. I, just, I don't think anyone that can hear that, but we'll hear it and be like, shut up. And they're like, That's just so do the podcast. frustrating. <laughs> like, what do they even need to, to hammer into the walls? Did we do nails, that when we got here? probably nails. Anything. Anything that goes screws. on the wall. Most things, yeah. <laughs> Why do we choose to do the podcast on the screws. one day that they're <laughs> setting up? This is frustrating. Um, There's only like six old guys that are renting out that <laughs> office. They're literally like, like yeah. seven years old. They are seven. <laughs> seven, 70, seven. Check me out, okay? Anyway, welcome back. Uh, we have some iTunes reviews to read. I don't know if we read them last week, but this week we sure do. Glad James is loading them up week. on his laptop, and I just want to get this out of the way real quick. And this is just for anyone who's watching instead of just listening Scrubbing to the audio. Dub, everybody. We got new products. It's Mr. Clean's new shampoo. I still have uh. spots, spotches, splashes on the back of my head. You look cute, this. though, dude. Thanks, man. I want to kiss your head again. Don't. I will be every you day. You kiss my head this. every day before you leave. Yes. Goodbye, little. And I shine it. What is that man bringing? Well, also, these are honestly the oldest men I've ever yeah. seen. What is that? How did they There's get There's no new way they're building? still alive past What's tonight? their business? Ten bucks on them all dropping dead tonight. Just of old age. They're all just standing Put outside the door like coffins. It's not a place to stand. They're building coffins in there because they know they're <laughs> going to die tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so. Wow, finally something funny. Autumn's only staring at the trial that she sees Wax. running out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk like, about my fuck. trial, dude. Okay, uh, <laughs> there's no sponsor this week, but if you want to go on to Rooster Teeth first and make an account, that would help us out greatly. We have a lot of new content going up on Rooster Teeth, including gaming videos. Mm -hmm. We're doing a gaming series once a week. Uh, this week we played Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And I'm not going to spoil anything that happens in it, but there is a lot of travesty, um, specifically from one person who mm -hmm. doesn't know where the planets are aligned. No, a lot of people don't, to be fair. I have done this study. You and Sammy Joe don't. That's <laughs> a very small uh, sample. That's three people. Three people. Versus versus two that I think, think Chandler group, was just trying to make you feel better. Yeah. Three and two. Saying that her best friend and her best friend's boyfriend didn't know. Also, I that's also why Sammy Joe and you are meant to be together. I know we are. No idea of the planets you know nor street signs. Her? Do you know how much I love her? Does Sammy Joe know how to read street, street signs? Of course she does. Then you're covered. I taught her. <laughs> you taught her? <laughs> After I found out, she had to find out. Not only do we have a gaming series going up on Rooster Teeth First, we also have a bloopers series going up. We have I'm a couple episodes of that. that ready already, and they should be up today. Gaming right? show, mm -hmm. BTS, bloopers, mm -hmm. and we'll probably come up with another show, honestly. <laughs> Sorry, so, I coughed up some bean on there. You can sign up for Rooster Teeth First using code SP7, all one word. Or code KIB. Nope, nope don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no, just SP7. You can use that code. Uh, and if you keep your, it's a free month, but if you Kid. go past that, that is a way to support us if you get charged. <laughs> Please help. Hey, yeah. Uh, and buy merch, honestly. Can oh, you can. Kid's name was Kid? No. No. Oh, one, Kid, one piece of good news. Uh, we actually haven't gotten demonetized in the past two videos. Like, directly. Usually when I upload or autumn uploads, right away, demonetization. Yeah. And you know what's odd about that? I immediately thought the, it was going to be taken down not for like a copyright purpose, but because of the cow's picture that we had that was just... Yes! And you didn't blur it at Dude, all. Dude! I was like, that's I had a bunch of dead cows! Down. Being like <laughs> fucking mutilated. Yeah. I was like, how isn't that taken down? But videos with nothing are... The machine hasn't learned. On clearly. It has not. It's literally a three-year-old going, take it down. Turn it up! 
take it down. You have a wet booger just hanging out. Keep it. So we have some uh, great little Stop. iTunes reviews to read for you guys that you guys wrote. And uh, we're going to start off with, uh, do you want to take the first one, actually? Sure. And then we'll go. So just go from the top? Yep. All right. So this one is from Domino93. I like the word Domino. I've thought of it making it my rap name. But you a big we'll Domino see. Pizzas fan? Yeah. What's I the, like the garlic crust. I don't really get Is there a metaphor there, like little spots of black? Nope. <laughs> so the first um, podcast mostly review, white. <laughs> mostly white, knocking down other whites that are speckled with black. Very Who's good. Wh- what? Who's white? Dalmatian, in a way. You're white, Autumn. That's not I'm sorry to break it to you. So the first podcast review we'll be reading is a five-star review. Wow. Stingy. <laughs> For intellectuals only is the title. Very true. From You Mental Ow on Twitter, smiley face. <laughs> Hello, potential listener. This is a funny podcast. I recommend it a whole lot. It's really good. Also, the only reason I wear a headband is because of Kib. So thanks. Tons of choco. Can't be that intense. Swagger all around. Five out of five. Every Watch every podcast. Funny than the bits, in my opinion. Thank Not you, at all. I guess. Yeah. Maybe. Sometimes. Sometimes. When I say things on here that are funny, it's... So good. Um, we have one from Josep Spence, who, uh, or I guess their username is Asdefigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigig
I'm trying oh, to get read. For God's oh, sake. Just read that one. Just read any okay. of them. All right, the next review says, uh, how do you make all of these stupid jokes so fast? Five stars. How Simply do you, our how minds do do and just how they operate. And we good chemistry amongst friends. That's like, I think it's 50-50 of like, just um, without tooting our own horn, happen, happening to be naturally good at improv and then how we vibe together so well. Mm. We're always without on the same mindset. Without tooting our own horn. Yeah. Without saying we're good at That's improv. like saying no offense and then saying something offensive. <laughs> yeah, no but offense, being but aware I fucking that it hate sounds, you. Um, no disrespect, but I don't respect you. <laughs> hey, hey f- uh, you're a bit of a fucking piece of shit. No, no offense. Offense. No offense. No offense. Hey, look, it's 100% my fault. I completely take the blame. Right, right. It's like it, you did right. nothing wrong. It's, it's all, it was all me, and I take the blame. Right. But fuck you. Okay, but it's all because I did that bad thing to that one guy, right? <laughs> so that actually uh, goes into... A terrible joke that we've we been making for a little it. while that we can never say. Unfortunately, it doesn't play out on screen as well. Nor in Tired real Son life. doesn't either. Tired Son. Oh, Tired Son. Is that what <laughs> you're calling it? Tired Son. Tired Son, <laughs> if that's what you're calling it, you could probably easily tired do that wherever yeah, you want. Yeah, Tired Son is a good It's just, I don't think it translates to screen as well. It does. Does it? What do you think? You, it's in the bloopers. Yeah, no, it was like oh, good to be in the bloopers. Hey, that's another thing that's gone up on Rooster Teeth first. Or we BTS have a mean. BTS of um, The Woods. There's a lot of cool information there. BTS stands for behind the scenes, and 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 what it is is that it's a, when we're making a movie. Just showing you after. So there's a lot of interesting information you can actually get out of that if you want to make your own short film. It shows all the whole yeah. process, everyone's uh, where they come from in making a short film and why we all did it. And uh, I think there are a lot of cool people in it, and there's a lot of cool things to learn. So yeah, if you want to check that out. Don't do what we did though. Give yourself a lot of time. Good God, <laughs> give yourself eight times more. Than but if there's a chance concert. You got a cram. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Speaking of which, we had more than enough issues going into the premiere. So we had a Rooster Teeth yeah, first more uh, than the actual production. upload, and then we had a theater upload, which really fucked us. I didn't want to do the theater premiere the whole time. But that was because you were nervous that it would be, a, like, it it was be received great. poorly, and then you'd feel embarrassed. It yeah. was both that and, well, I'm l- luckily, uh, you guys and Mimi and Fareed all took charge of the premiere because there's no way Autumn and I could have worked on it. And Autumn actually ended up, Same well, we'll, we'll go into that in a little bit. So Hero Autumn. Three versions, the YouTube version, the Rooster Teeth <laughs> version, and the, <laughs> and the theater version. What's your fingers? <laughs> like, do that, do the thing. We had three versions of it. And the one that was the easily the most difficult to uh, <clears throat> make happen was the theater uh, version because you had to get a DCP. I had no idea what a DCP was before going into this. Turns out it's a uh, digital cinema package. Yeah. So you have to render out a very specific version of the film uh, from whatever editing program you're using. Unfortunately, I was only able to do it from mine, right? Or did we use yours? Uh, for the DCP? Yeah. yeah. We had to do it from yours. From oh. mine. Oh. Yeah, 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 actually. Yeah. Cause yeah. So they needed a ProRes file, which, so Steven works on a Mac, or fuck, Steven works on a PC and I work on a Mac. So initially we we're going to try to do it for mine, but I have a shitty laptop, so it's going to take like 13 hours. So Steven had to download a program that could do a ProRes from a PC. It was like a whole thing. How much was that program? I don't remember. That was upwards, I think, of $1,400. That was a lot of money. Wow. Yeah. The and it's condensed, the compressor The one? Cynic. It's called that Cynic. Was $1,400? That looks like a free program. It was $1,400. It's the only program, I think, on the internet that can do that. Yeah. Good. It was Grand Theft Auto 3? Yeah. Why so fortunately they have a little codec in Grand Theft Auto Find your way to getting it for free. It wasn't on any th- any website that I could get it for free. I'll be honest. Damn it, dude. <laughs> so I bought it, um, and we rendered it out. That took only, I think, a couple hours, mm-hmm. uh, which was great. I did it overnight. I came back. It was stuck on 96%. But it worked. It, it didn't. Weirdly. Oh, it did. It yeah. worked. That's, it, it still like, worked. Somehow sto- it, like, it probably worked both times. Yeah. 
that so and you just didn't notice. We bring it, uh, Freed and I think you, you guys brought it over to, uh, where was it? It was, I think it's called DCP for All. It's on uh, Hollywood. And then what separates that from other DCP places? Um, their willingness to do a same day. A lot of DCP places don't do same day, and if they do, it's a lot of money. Yeah, the price. And they're considerably cheaper, too. Mm -hmm. They are considerably cheaper. They worked, I mean, they did the best they could with what we gave them, you know? Yeah. Like, we were, should have gotten it the day before, uh, honestly, a week before. We should have. Mm -hmm. So, but, after yeah, you guys left, I assumed everything was good. I assumed so did we. We were going to be able we, to. We knew there was going to be a tight time thing as far as, like, when it was going to be done, free having to get it and bring it to the theater, but we had faith that it was going to work out, and, like, just kind of like let it go, and we were like, "You like Freed even said to the guy, you're our only hope.' Yeah. Like, <laughs> how scary was that? Do you want to talk about like realizing that? Oh fuck! Oh, don't, I want to. I want to okay. slowly ease into that. So where were you? You were with Sammy Joe. No, Freed and I went to go get the DCP oh, the posters. We went, and we went to go get the DCP with the posters. Freed was going to transfer the posters, which are extremely heavy, from his car into mine, and I was going to go directly to the theater. And then we found out, oh wait, Freed could have just paid for it and taken the posters himself. And then that's when we found out. So James and I are in a car on the way to the theater. I think it's about six or so. Yeah. And the theater, the premiere starts at uh, like eight p.m. Yeah, we were uh, traffic. Was we were like fucked. fifteen minutes out. We were like getting closer to the theater, and get a call from Fareed. And you know we're 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 nervous, but we're also like excited because the premiere is about to happen. We get a call from Fareed. <coughs> he says in tears, guys, um, the worst news. I have the worst news about the DCP. And I was like what and he was like it's not going to be ready it's at 55 percent meanwhile it's been working for about five hours and it was only at 55 percent and then he's like we're working something out blah blah and and this was already after jamie we were all in the office together at the beginning of the day and jamie was like do you need to make a blu-ray copy and i was like nah probably not we got this dcp thing going we're good and uh so we had no other options yeah and it, w it was like a moment of just complete just utter despair james and i were in the car and when after that call ended because uh, i could tell something was horribly wrong uh we both just were like oh man so do we because we can't push the movie date we can't push the premiere the theater's not available for a long time and uh there was another issue too and the also tickets were non-refundable yeah. yeah at that point when we'd found out um there were already lines of people yeah. at the theater <laughs> yeah. waiting to get in right after i w got off that phone call i literally got a text from lauren oh my god a picture of the line be like oh, oh my god, god so many people here and i was just like both sides of the street all the way down around the block waiting to get in a joking idea that we were all talking about earlier was doing a live performance of the woods <laughs> and that seemed like more of a reality than actually getting the movie done so five minutes after we initially got that call from fareed what happened so <clears throat> we were there we were in a moment of despair i said a quick prayer we were figuring out what we could possibly do kind of a little bit of like acceptance i think set in to us of like eh, this is fucked um get a call back from fruit about 10 minutes later saying guys autumn brought her hard drive and her computer with the movie on it we're gonna see if we can get it to work at the projection and i was like oh fuck yeah like okay <laughs> like let us know he's like okay call you back in like a few minutes calls us back guys we're good <laughs> it worked it, it worked. worked fully we we actually managed and it was great quality it there was like fine. one little like, it was a little stuttery, but, but it wasn't too bad. I gotta get that text that Autumn sent to the group uh, <laughs> earlier <laughs> yeah. in the day because it's like it's saved everything. Um, be in the group with all of us. Yeah. Let's see, James Autumn. Okay, so this is probably it right here. Uh, these are reservations. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Okay, I don't have it. Well, we got a text <laughs> earlier in the day from Autumn who was like, 
hey, I think I'm going to bring my laptop and my hard drive to uh, to the premiere just in case anything goes wrong. And everyone's like, oh, that's a good idea. And it was because yeah. Autumn saved the goddamn day. Yay. She's the reason that that premiere even went at all. And honestly, when we were watching it on screen, like it wasn't as good as uh, quality as the DCP would have been. It was still very good. Yeah, it was very mm-hmm. good. Um, we wouldn't, we weren't able to. Ugh, the, the part that bums me out is we made this really fucking stupid. Tra- or you guys so made this really fucking stupid trailer. This. So James and I, I came up with an idea to make a parody trailer. Originally, I was just gonna do one for my channel only, mm-hmm. and then we were like. Wait a minute. Let's make like a funny parody trailer for the woods that goes before it, showing it like it's an actual trailer before a movie in the theater. And holy hell, it was so funny. We thought, anyways, and we were gonna show it at the theater, and we weren't able to. So I was so mad, but it's okay. It still turned out okay, and it's gonna be on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So you'll still be able to see it. I'm gonna put it on my channel as well to advertise for the woods. And it goes right before the the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, we have like the trailer, and then we have um, a couple little like a uh, and now for your feature premiere, and then it goes straight into the woods. <laughs> I was almost more excited for the trailer than I was, I was too. the I was film in to general. People laugh. I wanted to be there in the theater and like see what people found funny and like experience everyone laughing all yeah. at the same in time person. in a big room. You don't get to experience that with vlogs. Never. You never yeah. get to experience that. So I was so excited for that. And when I found out we weren't gonna be able to show, I was like. Can I go back to the office? No, God, no. The traffic was awful. There yeah. was zero chance of that. I mean, the good thing, too, though, like going on to that is we were able to experience the woods with everyone there. And I think yeah, that for me, that definitely, amazing. that was the most like exciting, like electric feeling I ever felt. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, because pe- like, we knew everything that was coming and was going to happen and shit. And like seeing people like react to certain points and like the ending, mm-hmm. like, I was so stoked seeing yeah. that and everyone fucking cheering and shit. Like I was also excited because <coughs> that version that we were able to show in the theater and likewise with YouTube, we were pretty much able to use whatever song we wanted. Mm. Um, Rooster Teeth on, on the first, if you've seen uh, that version of The Woods, it's not the one with the completed songs, the mm. original songs that we intended to use because of copyright reasons. But on YouTube, it doesn't matter exactly um, because YouTube has a policy where... Uh, and. It's actually, it's super interesting. You can go to the creator section on YouTube uh, near where the music library is and you can type in a song. It allows you to check for music policies and if there's a song that says, yeah, you can use it and it's a big artist, but you just can't monetize it. That's uh, a huge option. I think really most cool. are like that. I yeah. think you can use most of any music as long as you, you don't, don't monetize it. That's such it, an yeah. overlooked feature though, like because you just found out about that, right? No, I knew about it for a while. I just never use it because yeah. I usually get permission from the artists. Yeah, but yeah. it's still cool because like, that means we could like, there's a video where we really want to use a really dope song, but and maybe it's like a five minute video, so it's not like a huge one. We could use a song yeah. that's epic and like... I consider that like an investment too, and we've done that countless times where we know it's going to get caught because... It's a big yeah, song, but we're like, gonna get it's just so good, and like, it wouldn't be the same without it. So exactly, like, it's an investment. What's like the couple thousand dollars, maybe, maybe that the video would make for the investment of it? Couple being, thousand dollars. That if it gets a million views, it'll go. Oh, a if it gets a million views, views, yeah. Yeah, I don't think we have any million views videos. Oh, you know what? Actually, just bro passed three, bro three, some holy <laughs> shit from way back into the day. Uh, that was when Kevin and I lived in Toluca Lake. But the whole theater screening, I was extraordinarily nervous the entire mm, time. I know you were, man. Like, it's just having. Every almost every peer that we have, almost every and friend that we have, members? Did, family did members. Did Ezra go or anybody no. full screen? <clears throat> no, they were watching it on RT first when it premiered. So oh, okay, was, okay. Oh no, it was the next. Because I know they, they, they booked yeah. like sixty seats full yeah. screen in general. And then it was all filled out, uh, and there were a bunch of people there that I was just like, I had to remind myself. No, you know what? These people like our videos. That's the reason mm-hmm. they're here. They're yeah. probably going to enjoy this anyway. And I I think it has enjoyable moments, and it's not the greatest Absolutely. short film ever made. No, you know, it's a it is a what very, it is. It's exactly a horror slasher in the form of a monster movie. All you can do though fun. is like do your first one and then grow from there. Exactly. The fact that it's out there is important mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I don't know if I talked about this on a previous podcast or who mentioned it to me. They uh, might have been Jamie or Mimi. They said that they had a friend who who made a really really shitty short film 
a really shitty one, but the fact that he had a crew and the fact that they all made it, the fact that he got it out there in the world mm -hmm. allowed uh, him to get picked up for a much bigger project. People can see potential even like in a piece of shit, but still a shiny little golden nugget. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Not and that it was a piece of shit, but you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Even Absolutely. if you felt it was a piece of shit. Like, there, I think there were, there were a lot of elements that went into the woods that were great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that it... Like it's tricky with a short film. Like I, I think I've said this to you guys before. I think a quality short film is like a scene mm -hmm. that could work in a full feature movie or something like that. Um, so it's hard to do like a whole full story arc in a short film, even if it is like 20, 30 minutes, because you need proper character development mm -hmm. so that you give a shit about the characters. You need like stories that, without mm -hmm. plot holes and shit like that, and like enough of a story that people give a shit. And as and unfortunate as it is, uh, there were plot points in the film that in the screenplay I think were much. They were overlooked. Yeah, I think yeah. during the filming, like with all the shortcuts that we had to, all the corners we had to cut, I think there were a lot of plot points that also got cut with that too. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, yeah. uh, well, I'm not going to say specifically, you'll, you'll figure it out when you watch it, but I think there are very enjoyable moments in it. And I think for our first short film, you know, it's, it's reasonable. For what it was, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we make comedy videos on YouTube. So for us to like step out of our comfort zone and make shit that we're just passionate about, mm -hmm. I think yeah. it's cool. And one very important thing is like, we're all the type of people that we're not just like, Oh hell yeah, dude! This is the best shit we've yeah. ever made. This is gonna take us places. We're like, we know what it is. We know that we appreciate it, and that our fans will appreciate it, and yeah. we want to do better next time. Yeah, I think yeah. a huge goal for me down the line is to never actually act in uh, one of the films. Never that I make. again. No, that's. I mean, the only reason I, I even have to act in any of these right now is is for promotional reasons. That's mm -hmm. the main thing. It's like I'm not an actor. I just want to get better at acting, and I want to be in everything we make if possible. You know what I mean? I want to just be better. I'm at talking it. about like for my future career down the line. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. if I ever actually want to make a film or mm -hmm. something, then I, I want to have it with like, you know, the guy from that show, Louis, who yeah. is who is the bully in that one scene, unbelievable actor. Like I want to put people like that in whatever I do. Mm -hmm. And me. And James. And me. And Jotham. And me, John. Hey, let's uh, cut to a mid-roll real quick. Hopefully, YouTube will give us one. Oh, also, big thanks to uh, Jeff and Millie for coming out. Oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah. They oh, yeah. were very Shout supportive. Out. Jeff did uh, the, he moderated the Q&A, and Millie was actually, I don't know what they're called, but she accepted usher everybody. Taker. An usher. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that no, was she really, wasn't an usher. Oh, what's an usher? Ushering ticket. I thought that's what No, that's, that's a ticket taker. An usher was what Lauren... Uh, listen oh, to right, right, right. Yep. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, they took that upon themselves. I had no idea they were going to do that. those very helpful. Oh, very cool. Everybody and they didn't do that good of a job. <laughs> no, it's funny because I kept like going back over there and they were just talking to each other and like people were just walking in. And I was like, hey, guys, if you're going to do check it, check the thing. <laughs> yeah, it was. But uh, I love you guys, especially Lauren. All in all, um, it was a it was a great <laughs> night. And to have people there, it, it felt like a family in a way. Mm -hmm. It yeah. felt like a big ass family. Yeah, and I hope cool. we're able to do more movie premieres like that in the future. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Especially, I, oh. I, I mean, I think the fact that we just did it is huge. It's yeah. like, we did it, so now we kind of know the process a little bit, and like the next time it'll just be smoother. And what's the know? chance there's a chance concert next time? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very little. Because oh. make sure of it. <laughs> he sets no, it up. I just want to say, though, way. like, screening a film that you make at a theater has been a fucking dream of mine. Like, that, it was, it's unbelievable that, like, we're still so young and so like new at all this, but we're like doing, we're like taking those risks and doing bigger things, even when we might not have like the easiest time or like we're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't right now because we like we have other shit to do, but we're doing it. Shut up. Mm. Let that be a lesson though, um, because I mean, I for one have never been the type to uh, extend myself to reaches like this before. And even in the process of people that are willing to do it for me, I still am very hesitant. So the fact that it went through and that I felt good about it is a sign that you should probably also take risks like that too. Yeah. Or yeah. don't. No, you gotta take risks oh. in life. That's but it's, true, uh, yeah. it's it's important. It's it's so good to like do those things that you're afraid to do because then once you do them, they become easier and easier and you yeah. just like, you literally grow and become better. Yeah. And 
Like oh, and shout out to Jamie for opening the oh, the yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. He did so good. He did so he did so great. Great. He's a little stand up comedian up there. He's a little stand up. I appreciate him and Mimi so much. Yeah, I know they're amazing people. Um, that leads into uh, Kevin Spacey, the pedophile. Nice. <laughs> right. So it, I'm sure you all know Kevin Spacey is is one of the best baseball players of all time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, another um, reason to hate Baby Driver. <laughs> no, it was another reason to hate uh, Twitter moments Ooh. briefly because I looked on there and I saw something about Kevin Spacey and someone coming out and I was like, no, no, not Ex- him. Explain it to me like I don't know. Okay. So, Kib, since you clearly know, uh, Kevin Spacey, someone, I forget who it was, uh, alleged that Kevin Spacey had made... Uh, what was his name? Oh, can I have my computer? Something rad, I think. Let's just hand you the beans Rap. instead. <laughs> just the box. All right, we're all out. So someone Anthony had alleged... Rapp. Oh, Anthony, Anthony Rapp. What did he Rapp. exactly do? So he... <clears throat> let me see if I can find exactly. And he was at the ripe age of 14. Oh. So he said... Um, I don't know if this is... Uh, Who is that? Exactly, it's me. I don't know if this is exactly like his initial statement, but this is something that uh, Anthony Rapp said. Anthony Rapp, I think, is known for the new Star Trek show. Right, right, right. That's what he's most known for right now. He said, I came forward with my story, standing on the shoulders of the many courageous women and men who have been speaking out to shine a light and hopefully make a difference, as they have done for me. Everything I wanted to say about my experience is in this in that article, and I have no further comment about it at this time. So I guess basically what had happened was back in, I think it was 88 or 89, like it was in the 80s, uh, Anthony Rapp was, I think, 14. Kevin Spacey was, doesn't matter how old he was, he was much older than 18 or any consensual age to be fucking around with this kid. He made advances toward him. He, you know, he sexually abused him Mm -hmm. or something. I'm not sure the the extent of it. I don't think that's public yet, but like the the fact is that he did it. And it like that honestly really pissed me off. Kevin Spacey was a huge idol of mine. Mm -hmm. And I always have like thought that he's just one of the most talented actors, like seamlessly, like just simply one of the most yeah. brilliant. He's a mentor actors. for acting as well. Yeah, now. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's a seven. He's an acting Does that ruin seven for a master class or something? Yeah, literally. Yeah. And that's just. I mean, I think that right now we're in a in a period of time where like a lot of that is happening, where people that you admire, people that you respect, or whatever, even if you don't know in person, whatever people that like are in the industry that are doing things important and have been for a while, realizing that like it's like shattering the glass. It's like not, not all these people, like the idols that we think of, you know? Like Tarantino even. The he fact that he me. knew about, oh yeah, he fucked Kib. And the fact that he knew about, all, all allegedly, uh, the fact that he knew about the whole Weinstein thing and didn't yeah. do anything is disgusting. Yeah. It uh, makes me, see that's where you have to like separate the art from the artist, but yeah. then sometimes you just can't. And that definitely puts a damper on, I think, a lot of Tarantino's films for me. Which yeah, is, with, really. with, with Tarantino, like, with him, it's like he's also part of the art of his artistry because, like, he didn't go to school. And I mean, his whole persona is plays into why he's yeah. so good. Yeah. So, like, that totally just puts a fucking yeah, mud and I mean, layer and over especially him. It's like, like fuck, dude. I don't think it's. I mean, it's pretty much figured out that Quentin Tarantino knew about it. Yeah. Like, I mean, he, Harvey Weinstein made his career. Yeah. Like, he put out all of his films, I think, on in Miramax, which was him and Harvey and Bob's company yeah like you have to know like you're gonna you're going to parties with this guy you're getting brought out to like special events with this you know guy. how like, he acts your personal people. like relationship with, yeah exactly you know how he, he acts with people and like mm-hmm. you can't it's one thing to like just want to ignore it because you're like i can't accept that but to just turn a blind eye to it and like being so close and involved with his yeah, everyday life just, yeah. and then you really have to wonder how that plays into the YouTube climate because these are a lot younger people that are watching these videos. There are a lot, and then events like VidCon. There's and everything. so many pedophiles that's already, that have already been exposed on YouTube from fucking Keemstar, like, and there's probably countless more. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, 
I really? love that. Keemstar's done that? Yeah. He has before. He's exposed many, like three like, plus. Like he's the, the first one to the expose it? Has the been yeah. like, warranted Absolutely. for the most part? Ab- for the most part, yeah, I would say. Or he's a, he's a, like a drama king, but like, yeah, there are I some that literally have like... I appreciate the entertainment value of Keemstar. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, I think that it's probably best uh, those types of things left to uh, actual authorities. Absolutely, yeah. He has no um, place to be talking about serious things like that. Cause Talk it is, about drama. Because you can accidentally ruin someone's career even if they're just allegations and if mm-hmm. it's not even true. That's yeah, the only issue with that. And that's another thing like that I think with all of this coming out right now, and this has been like the past few years too, like a lot of big stars that have allegations set against them, like it's hard to really know if they're true or not. Because, you know, some people believe that simply to make an allegation towards somebody means that it's true and it happened because they, you know, that's why they're saying that and they have the right to do that. But at the same time, you know, people that are, I'm not even going to say in power, but have influence and are like big time actors or or filmmakers or or even like whatever, like they can do that. But they also are in a place sometimes to be wrongly victimized. It's so hard for monetary reasons, for status reasons. Like, and how do you know? The scariest part is it's very, I mean, with the climate, and I think rightfully so because it's better to the shock on effect um, for victims uh, to believe the the victim. Um, yeah. It's very difficult to refute. You're immediately like, sure. how could you do that to this person? It's very difficult yeah, to refute. Yeah. Like, for that person mm-hmm. with the potential of what. And he even may if have it's and even if they didn't do it, the simple accusation, even if it was proven to be wrong, is, is still like Absolutely. you're still seen as that. Like, like I think Michael there was Jackson. A, I think that there was a movie with um, was it ah uh, fuck what's his name uh. The guy who played uh, in Rogue One, the guy who played the dad, who designed the the Death Star, that actor, it was like a Swedish film or something, and he was a... a, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've heard of that. He was a teacher, and one of the students, I think it was like a third grade classroom, they were very young, one of the students had said to their parents, like, oh, he touched me, and the whole movie is like, whether that happened or not, and how just simply the idea of it can like turn into like almost as bad as it actually is also happening. one of the hardest actors uh names to say it's M- mads mickelson <laughs> it's something <laughs> like that and the last name at least um it's just a it's depressing i think the worst part about the kevin spacey situation i mean not the worst part but the another thing that just added icing onto the ass crack was when his uh yeah PR mads move, mickelson yeah his pr move was to come out as gay yeah his yeah. pr move was to come out as gay and that was to ref- like take that's what he's going to hopefully, his PR team is going to hopefully have all the articles say about him. <coughs> that not doesn't help the, his situation. Well, it is, but no, here's why. So, yeah. Because the articles are all going to say Kevin Spacey comes out as gay instead of Kevin Spacey sexually assaulted a 14-year-old. Yeah, it's going to be, be it's going to be the, uh, that, that would just overshadow it. could be both. It. Some, I think that the, no, I already saw like Reuters was getting a lot of shit because they released an article that literally said that it was Kevin Spacey came out as gay man, and people were like, "That's not the story at all." It's like all these news organizations are getting called out though. Thankfully, they're mixing those together. Like he came out as gay and did this. Well, here I'll read the official statement that Kevin Spacey put out on on his Twitter. I have a lot of respect and admiration for Anthony Rapp as an actor. I'm beyond horrified to hear his story. I honestly do not remember the encounter. It would have been over 30 years ago. But if I did behave then as he describes, I owe him the sincerest apology for what would have been deep, deeply inappropriate drunken behavior. And I'm sorry for the feelings he describes having carried with him all these years. So before we get into the next paragraph, he says, I, so he must remember it because I owe mm-hmm. him the sincerest apology for what would have been a deeply inappropriate drunken. He's saying so what he would knew have he was been, drunk. He, yeah, he's saying he's covering his ass. He's saying like, I don't remember it, but if that's what happened, 
I'm sorry because that would have been insane and, and drunk of me to do. He's he's so he's basically a, saying it's true, but he's not uh, giving anybody ammunition yeah, to actually. I'm charge glad him. he didn't just go. No, it didn't happen. Yeah. At least he's like sort of slyly taking some credit for it. In a terrible, terrible way. In a terrible way, but a I've, better, seen, a better I've seen so many people just go, nope. I mean, I guess if he actually said that he did it, then yeah. he could be taken to court. Exactly. You so know, like all, all these stories coming out with like Harvey and all and all these other things, like they, they affect me, but you know, you're pissed about it. You're like this fucking piece of shit. But this one, like this one's different. This one, like I feel really bad about because it is someone that I admire and it's just like. I mean, it, even look at like the thing with, with Ben Affleck and Harvey Weinstein, like Ben Affleck's um, statement about Harvey and stuff like that, and how what did he say about Harvey? He said I'd have to watch it again. And but there uh, were allegations brought up about Ben Affleck too. Wow. Many. But oh yeah, we saw a video mm -hmm. where he was just like James and I actually were watching. I mean, this could be the hand grab. A poor example. There, but there were a few he was just different flirting ones. With there the girl who was flirting back was very forward, but she was like. Hee. That was like, one of them. That was one of the examples that were used that I didn't think was that bad. But there were yeah, other videos too. I haven't seen those. And yeah, again, I'm that's really another thing. Like I really admire Ben Affleck as a director, first mm -hmm. and foremost. But like, yeah, it's just like these things. Like I hope that like if it, the day would ever come that any of us were to like be higher up of status in like any sort of situation, I just like, is that just a thing that happens to people or is that something that they're, that they are like the whole, yeah, their whole life it, or is it like, it kind of makes you wonder like how our power structure is now and like what kinds of people rise to those kinds of positions yeah. of power. It's like, you have to wonder if like character flaws, like you're willing to take advantage of people or mm -hmm. like you're power hungry, like that will, that will just like let you climb this like structure that we have. So it's yeah. like we kind of have to break that down and like rebuild it. So good yeah. people come into power, mm -hmm. but that's maybe they do. won't be as creative. Maybe we'll get know. worse films from people that aren't pedophiles. Who knows? Could no. be. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because I can think of a lot of good people who are really really talented. Keanu maybe, Reeves. Maybe he's bad too, and you don't know it yet. Two years from that now, we find out Keanu man. Reeves raped me. Who would you be the most disappointed with if they came out as a pedophile or Jim Carrey? Honestly, probably. I'd be crushed. Dude, Jim Carrey's fucking weird. Yeah, yeah no, he's, he's kind of weird now, but I mean, like, I'd be crushed if if I found yeah, that no, out. I'd be uh, Steve Carell. He's like, raise me. That would be oh. the worst. That'd be sad. Dude. He's such Steve a good boy. Stephen Colbert. Nah. <laughs> Not a big. I mean, like him. I'm respect. I'd be him. like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, like Stephen, Steve Carell. Holy shit, man. That would, that would be crushed. Awful. I, I would. I would be so Chris sad. Pratt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was already a little like upset with what happened with him and his wife. They they split up, which is sad because they had such yeah. a nice story. Yeah, and it, it sounded just like though that they split up for like amicable reasons. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it was amicable, but I it mean, was it's still also shitty, but yeah, it's still shitty. I mean, like especially the story with their son and everything, like which yeah. is just like a heartwarming thing. Yeah. Like what happened with with their son and all that. But like I don't know, maybe they'll work it out. Yeah. They, so they both are good people. Mm. Like What's a lesson we can derive from this? Whole don't touch don't children. Rape, don't rape kids. Also, like, stop touching people. Yeah. You don't know. And we don't literally were just touched. talking yeah, about like, this. What the we fuck? were like, hey, just get with people that are okay with that. Yeah. Dude, I was watching this, uh, <laughs> I was watching this uh, Colbert thing, actually, with uh, Dr. Phil was on it. And they were talking about, do you think sex addiction sex is actually a, a real thing? And Dr. Phil was like, no, it's pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> Anyone that thinks they have really, a sex addiction... That is probably not right. Which means you're more horny than the average person, which but is a thing. not to take that out of context, uh, Dr. Phil also said there are, you know, people that he respects that believe that sex addiction, addiction is a thing, but he believes that it all just is a culmination of uh, wanting power. Yeah. That's yeah. what it all comes down to, and that sex addiction hmm. is just merely like uh, saying, um, like a... I can't control myself. I'm too horny. It's an excuse. Yeah, it is definitely much. an excuse, yeah. Which I totally agree with. I think yeah, especially when you look at all, like a lot of like high-profile sexual predators when they are caught... They always say they always Poor pull that card. I've always thought that people that said they have sex addictions are fucking idiots. To be mm -hmm. honest, my whole thing is that uh, having a 
quote unquote sex addiction is one thing, but why does you rape? <laughs> yeah. And, and like you said, like have sex with people that want to have sex. It's really funny. Yeah. Chris D'Elia like talked about Harvey on one of his podcasts and literally he was like, sex is supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be difficult <laughs> to do to have happen to you. So you don't just go and start jerking off in front of someone. Like it's supposed to be hard. Like fuck. And also how much confidence could Harvey Weinstein have to do that? Who could be attracted he went to, to a him? room? Yeah. And like locked the door and just started jerking off in front of some chick. I forget uh, who it was. What in what reality would, would he think that she'd be like, awesome. Wow. You're of, like, so hot, Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> His gross fucking, you bulbous gangrenous. What do you think? Fiend. What do you think? It's really small. He's a real All life. Right. He's a real life. <laughs> well, Bulbasaur. No, I'm off. I gotta go. Don't talk about Bulbasaur like that, dude. <laughs> Sorry, he's a real life Wobbuffet. There you go. Wobbuffet. <laughs> so in a weird way, this actually transitions to James's story time. <laughs> <laughs> so it was 1922. Me and Harvey Weinstein are fresh off the boat. <laughs> James is six years old. <laughs> I was 60 years old. Six. I aged rapid, anti rapidly, mimogogulously. Um, no, this doesn't. I, I didn't finish the statement from oh, Kevin Spacey, more, oh, right. the second half of sorry, it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Which, and if you look at even how this is structured, and you know that Kevin Spacey is the smart guy. I'm sure his PR team probably had a good part of this, but he was still there involved, I'm sure. So if you were to look at like the structure of writing, the, 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 what you say first is like presenting something, and then what you say after, in a way, is... Backing it up. Not backing it up, but almost... A resolution? A resolution, and it's more important, and it's more focused on what you say after, because it's like a presentation of thoughts, and then it's like what you've summed that up to be, you know? So it's yeah. like the fact that the second paragraph is what everyone's focusing on, and the fact that he put that as a second paragraph, it's like you could look <laughs> at, it at an intent there. So and the I can't wait paragraph. for his wife to have read this. That's what I'm thinking about, yeah, because um, he's done so much to keep his private life private, and it's like what else is he, are you hiding, dude? Mm -hmm. uh, so the second paragraph... This story has encouraged me to address other things about my life. I know there are stories out there about me and some have been fueled by the fact that I've been so protective of my privacy. As those closest to me know, in my life, I have had relationships with both men and women. I have loved and had romantic encounters with men throughout my life, and I choose now to live as a gay man. I want to deal with this honestly and openly, and that starts with examining my own behavior. <laughs> what does you ha being gay have or to do with that... Examining your own behavior, what is what is your sexual orientation have to do with your sexual predatoriness yeah, like towards a child? Mm -hmm. yeah. it's, it's like it's to take the limelight off of. Him oh, absolutely! Oh, yeah. It's to be like, well, I was gay, and now I got to work on myself. It was like I got to work on myself was the excuse for the rape-ish. And it's like, of course you're gay if you preyed on a male <laughs> child, you know. That's a gay yeah, thing to do. Yeah, I don't do. like that. That should have been a separate. It, it should have absolutely. Because if you he, look at anything, I'm like, I'm not. I don't care if you're gay, straight, trans, whatever. You're a, you're a pedophile, dude. Yeah. You're a pedophile. If a if a, a grown man touches a young boy, obviously that's a gay thing to do. Like it's a gay actions. You're a pedophile. If a, a guy touches a young girl, it's not gay. It's straight. You're a pedophile. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. You're a pedophile, dude. And I'm pissed about this. If you're I watching really this. Am. You're a pedophile, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, a very um. It's saddening. Yeah, it's yeah. sad because it's like truly one of the most talented actors. Like, who can you look up to? If Daniel Day-Lewis came out and something about him came out, I would be absolutely devastated. I think that's the person who I would most yeah. be devastated by. Even Probably Daniel Day-Lewis. Also, on a cool note, uh, Phantom Thread, his last movie, supposedly. Oh, is, I He's retired wait. like three or four times. Though. Yeah. <laughs> and always come back and be like, one more, baby. <laughs> one more movie, baby. Dude, I just rewatched Gangs of New York. Mm. Oh, so good. So he, like, he thing. just clearly makes that film. Like, mm -hmm. I love Scorsese. He's truly, I think, my favorite director. He's up but 
Daniel Day-Lewis makes that film. Yeah. He's just so every th- every role he plays, he is that character to the mm-hmm. utmost. Mm-hmm. Like he's just. Hey, I've got a movie not to see for you guys. Really, Happy Death Day. Yeah. Why? Oh yeah. Oh, because it's dog trash. Um, have you seen Groundhog Day? Mm-hmm. They even allude to it uh, towards the end, but because uh, I think they had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a classic. It's a horror version of Groundhog Day with a girl that keeps waking up and she keeps dying. She has to find her murderer. Um, she's the only thing that saves that movie. Mm-hmm. She's a good actress. She's a great actress. Yeah. That's good. But uh, and there actually was a a moment in that movie was that was one of the funniest moments I've ever seen in a movie, <clears throat> and it was unfortunately because they were making fun of a deaf kid, or a, they did a deaf impersonation. I just like. It was so fucking funny really? when that happened. It was so funny. But it. the rest of the movie was absolute dog trash. Don't see it. Maybe see it. I don't know. Navy SEAL. <laughs> I'm a Navy SEAL. Great. <laughs> it's um, just wanted so to briefly I do have a, I do have a story time for you guys. We'll, we'll get out of the pedophilia and move into spooky Halloween time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, back to story time with James. And this edition is because Halloween is tomorrow or today, since it's being uploaded today on Halloween. I have a little bit of a scary story. Oh. <laughs> and this is a, a story that my, my grandma actually told me. So my grandma, she's 89 years old now. She's had a, a full life of experience and everything. She's lived in L.A. Okay? Don't interrupt James during his story time, dude. What was that supposed to be? Oh, sex. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Look me in my eyes. Look him in his no, eyes, dude. No. Look him directly into his eyes. I'm sorry. Go ahead, look at me. I'm sorry. Look him in his eyes. Look him in the eyes. <coughs> she probably had a lot of sex. Look at me. Now look at me. Everyone's had a lot of sex. Look me in my eyes. That's not I, true at all. Apologize. Your grandma's never had sex. <laughs> all right. Anyways, back to the story. So this is when she, I believe, it was the first house that she moved into um, with her husband, my grandfather. Um, and it was in L.A. I think it was in like Echo Park type of area. Hmm. It was on a street called Elsinore Street. So she realized when she moved into this house that there were some eerie things going on. She was always sick, you know, always coming down with something. There were a lot of colds, a lot of bugs, like just weird things that you would be uneasy about in a house. (laughs) And yes, a lot of colds. (laughs) And this is a short, short and sweet story. The uh, the the inciting incident that made her want to move instantly was one day she was hanging up pictures in the hallway and the hallway went right to the front door so you could see the front door you know down the hallway and there was a like a frosted glass type of uh design on the (coughs) door so it was you could see through it but you couldn't see sharply through it so she was standing on a ladder putting up these pictures and she heard knocking at the door so she looked over the door and saw the figure of a woman standing there you know at the door and so she goes to answer it and opens the door and no one's there and it's impossible for anyone to move in that split instant of oh i see you through the door open gone and then she instantly like that week moved out of that house and it was funny because her myself and my mom actually went to that house one time like a, like i think it was in middle school or something or high school just because we were in the area and we were like oh this is the house she was living and my mom and i were like oh let's go like walk over and look at it and my grandma was like i'm just gonna wait in the car I mean, she just saw the reflection in the door. <laughs> her own reflection. I'm leaving. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I believe her because my grandma literally is not a liar. Like and this all. was Echo Park, early Echo Park, when it was still a bad place? I mean, it, it might not have been Echo Park. I can't remember exactly where it is, but it was da- near downtown, like L.A. area. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was probably late 40s, early 50s. I appreciate them moving immediately. 
because instead of just dealing have, with it yeah when you have like moments that happen i mean i've never luckily had anything like that but uh in horror movies she did the exact thing that you should do yeah instead of this is our house no clearly not <laughs> that's what the ghost says wait do you guys hear that we should split up <laughs> <laughs> black guy go alone <laughs> <laughs> oh, who was there was a movie where um uh very recently where oh actually no because it's a thing for happy death day i want to spoil it but you know one of the my favorite not one of my favorite but a, 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 a like kitschy horror movie that i really like deep lucy i, I love, deep lucy. love deep lucy dude i watched because, that a million times when i was younger i mean ll cool j doesn't die spoiler alert oh also uh deep rising oh, uh, also there weren't any, I event there were, horizon event horizon <laughs> i have a terrifying story for you guys about um love lost and uh trauma actually it happened i don't know if i mentioned it to you guys i didn't mention it the day it happened i think i brought it up very briefly i was in the office by myself here here were you masturbating or peeing in a cup no i was working as normal because this would have been terrible if i was caught masturbating by uh, uh an old mother and her daughter oh. uh, <laughs> they walked in i think you told you did i told this. oh yeah, yeah i told you guys Everyone but i'll did. tell you because this is a good lesson on saying no that i think everybody needs to learn um so an old Hispanic woman and her daughter walked in. Their race doesn't matter. That shouldn't have, I shouldn't have brought that up. Um, she came up to me as her daughter was behind her when I was at my desk right over here. And she was at Kip's desk, actually. She was right up to Did it. Did she touch it? No, I don't know. Thank God. I hope not. <laughs> and she just, uh, in a broken voice, calmly just <coughs> says, my uh, husband is uh, recently passed and... We're trying our best to make um, this this work, and uh, if there's any way that I can, and she she also di delved into the story quite a bit more. I don't remember exactly specifics from it, but uh, it was to to build up a good character arc for her and her daughter. Um, and she was like, I, "If there's any way I can clean uh, this office or anything for you guys, uh, if that's possible, that would be amazing. Uh, it would help us out, and we'd be able to have a home." And I uh, I looked up from my desk and I calmly said back to her. Oh, you know what? I actually had to pull out my 401k just to make this all work, which is completely true. Uh, and we're experiencing great financial crisis right now, so I'm going to have to pass on that. And uh, I said it a little bit less, uh, like, assholey than I did right now. And she was like, are you... Oh, I also mentioned oh. the car accident. She was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I, uh, you know, just dealing with it day, day at a time. But I'm sorry for your loss. And she was like, all right, we'll be going. And... Uh, I never saw her again. You should have hired her, dude. What the fuck? Well, we already have a cleaner. Uh, first off, we New already have a cleaner. New character in the show. And we have no money. New character in the show to clean. Yeah, that would have been great. So that was that. Man, so you know what that... What's the lesson learned there? The lesson learned there is say no to people when you when you can't. Because I, I highly doubt that her husband actually died and that was not a, a no, it real was more story. Like she wouldn't have brought her daughter in. Yeah, that was just like a... It was a ploy. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely was. It would be it would be shitty if it wasn't, and God bless your soul if it wasn't, but like likely... And it's unfortunate that we even have to think like that as a society, but like it is what it is. Yeah. And there also... There are a lot of con people out there. There, there a is people. a lot of work that can that you don't have to go begging door to door to get. Yeah. There's so much work in California. And workers... Uh, you know what? It's not even worth getting into. There are a lot of other places she could have gone. I always think about what would, what would I do for money if I was completely homeless and had zero people in my lives. I was like... Oh, I'd have my guitar and I'd just busk. Then I was like, what would I do without my guitar? Ah, be homeless. Just as homeless as anyone. I'd do nothing. Well, you could go on welfare. I'm thinking if I was in America and I was Canadian and had no way to do that. You would make your way back to Canada? How would I do deported. that? 
You can get deported easily if you get like arrested or something. You're right. They would, would send me yeah. back to Canada. They would put you on a fucking bus. Send your ass back, boy. So you would go back to Canada and then you'd... Uh, on welfare. And if you didn't have any family to go back to, you would go on welfare. Mm-hmm. And then you would probably spend it wisely, I imagine, because you're not a drug addict. and you Jelly don't beans. <laughs> so the next story we Black have is, uh, is another topical... All right. Where's Alfredo? Alfredo. Is he here? Alfredo! He's been standing by the door the whole time. I don't know. Oh, yeah, no, actually, you're right. Oh, go back to being small. There you go. God. All right. Jesus, dude. Hey, everybody! Okay, Alfredo, so we have some questions for you uh, from the fans. And, uh, excuse me, different word. Uh, And the first question is, what type of video games do you play, Alfredo? Looking to play more games, and I figure you have the most refined gamer palette. That's from Kyle W. My gamer talent? My talons are strong and lined with musk. Oh, I don't but think the mud is me. getting all over the place. Like, that pisses me off. Talent. And Alfredo, do you play Guild Wars 2? My username is SugarPineKib. You can <laughs> give me free stuff if you play it. Wow, Kib. Pretty stupid and lame of you. Okay, the type of games that I play. Only cops and robbers. Cops and robbers. <laughs> Not even a video game. I play cops and robbers with all the kids in the neighborhood. I, I string the bell. And I go ding, 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 ding. And every kid runs out and they go pop. But also the other games that I play besides cops and croppers is I get a little piece of bamboo and I take my six fingers <laughs> and I stick the bamboo up my fingernails and I pull it out and I go again and oh. again and again and then oh, I'm ready. Do they watch you? Why are you ready for that? what? I'm ready to play Guild Wars 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's What's play your... sometime, dude. Never. I play on Crisp C. I do too. <laughs> Is that a server? It's a server. Type of computer. Oh, wow. Is it's that... made of grease. <laughs> <laughs> You're really on grease lately. It's my new favorite style. Okay, that's cool. All right, uh, so the second question is... Oh, wait, wait. Before you say that, you know what I realized in the last podcast? Uh-huh. Everyone knew exactly who yeah, you were. Yeah, because you were looking at me when... <laughs> you I think that's kind of funny. Yeah, I don't know. Funny. Yeah. Um, okay, Alfredo, second question. And the third. Third, nope. We're going to do this uh, in the second. Let's smile it down. Oh, man. God, the banging. Shut up. All right. So right. Sorry, back to you. Sorry about that. Oh, yeah. I apologize. <laughs> so this question says, Dearest Alfredo, how can I become as successful as you? Much love, Cameron C. You smell so bad. It's coffee beans. Well, as you know, I went to school for parents. So I've found a lot of joy in my career path. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a good lesson for anyone that tries to ruin it. You know? <laughs> anyone that wants to do what they can, they should. First off, and then they everybody that I know went to school for countless years. And that's another thing that I did, is I went to, to trolley school. I went to trolley school trolley for- Trolley school. What? Why are you laughing? I'm oh, so sorry. Just try school is weird for me because I went also. Well, uh, oh, yeah. What'd you learn? Trapping. Trapping, yes, tripping. yes. Tripping, sorry. Tripping, yes, yes. <laughs> you too, Alfredo? Tripping and tripping. That was, a, that was my thesis. Do you want to have a jelly bean? <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Wow, it was a simple catch so. for you. So Let's I think all in all, you have to learn about uh, different sides, sides of film. Whenever you want to get better. But also, specifically for you, Autumn, if you want to be as successful as me, just open yourself up to anyone. Open, open yourself up for once. Open up, You bitch. silly, crazy man. Bitch. Understand? You used the same advice last time. 
So I like that one. I think though. it's false. Really good. Fall. <laughs> All right, great. Um, okay, third question. Alfredo, what should I do about my lack of motivation? My inability to start doing things is ruining my life. Love, Mitchell from Alabama. Hmm. Now you say ruining, you mean all the ancient ones? No, like it's ruining their life. Like it's making their life worse. Worse than it already is. Oh, so your lack of maturation, your lack of masturbation, you should just jerk off more idiot. It's simple as that. I'll teach you through it. You go... Skip scop on the belt, rip off your pants, make sure they rip in half, do not zip them. <laughs> you take your left palm, mm-hmm. spit garbage on it, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then you slap your cock head back and forth until <laughs> it splits. How, how, oh would, how would a girl do it? Same thing. Same way, dude. Except you slap your cock head. Yeah. Wow, that's and then what wow. you do for motivation is you run up and down the walls <laughs> until you fall on your feet. Wow. Not all Blood everywhere. You all scoop it up. You scoop it up. Put it on a cold stone. You create ice cream. Then what you do with the ice cream is you scru- you scrawl, you scrounge around under the, 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 under the house mm-hmm. with the rats and the scarabs. Mm-hmm. And then you make sure that <laughs> they, they get... <laughs> the scarabs. <laughs> the scarabs. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny about this? You ask for my advice, you bring me out to this pirate's cast. Yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> right. Pirates cast. Oh, oh man. Uh, sorry, Alfredo. You just sometimes you say things and they don't. I'm answering truthfully. Oh, I know. I you're know. You're answering like a it's gremlin. Just, your life is insane. So. Scarabs. <laughs> All right. Uh, last question. My man boy doesn't pay attention to me enough. What would you do when you're being ignored? P.S. Call me big boy. That's from Lisa C. I'll never call you. Man boy, lady boy, whatever boy. Very good. Good advice from Alfredo, as always. But they're not paying attention? Yeah. To what? To her, so her boyfriend isn't paying attention to her. Her boyfriend's not paying attention? Mm-hmm. To who? Her. To her. Who? Her. Ah. Uh, okay. So who's not paying attention? The boyfriend is not paying attention to the girlfriend. To who? The boyfriend isn't paying attention to the girlfriend. Now who? The girl, who is the girlfriend who wrote the thing. I'm getting, I'm getting high. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Can we call her up? No. She asked you to call her and you said you weren't going to. Oh, it's the first thing you said. Do I not have a number? What? You said you wouldn't call her, dude. And I won't. So but then be have uh, the thing to say. So who's not getting respect? The girl is not getting respect from the boy. Attention. Why not? Exactly. Is she hot? Yeah. Is she not getting respect? She's not getting attention. Is she hot? Yeah. Can we call her? No. Okay. Bye bye bye. What's her number? <laughs> <laughs> Alfredo, I think we're done here. Go All back right. to the closet. All right, buddy. Yeah. Oh. Stop just banging the table. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm going now. All right. You're just banging your feet. You're still at the table. Okay, now I'm going for yeah, sure. Yeah, I need you to leave fast. Okay, I'm gonna go call her. Oh, don't you don't have her number? You didn't get a number. <laughs> You're just making noises. So. God damn it, dude. Why do we have that segment? Yeah, I don't like that at all. People seem to like it. Oh, it gave me a hive, like right in the middle of my I head. I feel you. Stop scratching it. I think I oh my God, so Autumn, stop scratching it. You're <laughs> making it, it really so much worse. Yes. <laughs> it looks like the beginning of the design oh, of really? drawing a swastika Holy on your forehead fuck, from Inglorious Bastards. You look well, like you have a great message. Guys, I've had 3,000 milligrams of caffeine in beans. Oh my fuck, dude. This was almost full. I'm going to have a Harlem attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually am so embarrassed of this. No, you don't look bad. 
It, looks it literally red. just looks like a red spot that maybe you've been itching. Well, I have a hive, so... You don't look weird at all. Okay, so that's good. It literally just looks like you went like, like this yeah. a couple times too hard. and it's Shut just up! Well, he's making me feel better. As he should. I have no so self-esteem. You should. Hey, one thing um, that we should talk about, Kid. actually, is Kid. our future content plan. You know, <laughs> just a little, little brief analysis of what's going to happen. Can I have that one that's right there? Just a little rat shit. That just only went to my chest. Great. <laughs> um, what about this one, dude? <laughs> no, I don't want sh rat shit. Okay. <laughs> I caught it. <laughs> okay. Oh, so we have some can't big plans coming up. Uh, can't I can't get in my mouth. Put it in his mouth. Oh, God damn it, dude. Oh, oh. <laughs> gross beads. There's a lot of chapstick beads. on there. <laughs> there was truly. Um, and shit. It's coating your mouth. We're working on season two, wrapping it up towards uh, the end of what, December? Yeah, Christmas yep. time. Christmas time. So expect, <clears throat> especially now that the woods is over and we don't have like um, too much on our plate, expect, expect a lot more out of office videos. Mm -hmm. I know everybody has been wanting those recently. Yeah, so we've got one coming up this week. Mm -hmm. We're hoping to do like a bunch of those yep. in the coming few weeks. Uh, <clears throat> and then we have another special video that I'm more than excited about. It's Day in the Life of Alfredo 2. All in the point of Alfredo for the most part, and it's called uh, Murder at the Rose Hotel. It's going to be like a take on uh, Murder on the Orient Express, basically. Um, and that's a big video that we're working on, something that we're hoping to have like good quality cameras. We're going to strap, strap a GoPro to Alfredo's <laughs> cockhead. Mm -hmm. The thing rotates, <laughs> so you'll see a lot. So I think that's where we're going to wrap it up this week. Once again, uh, thank you to our sponsor. Nobody. We have a... Uh, I sponsored this episode. The, we, we do have merch out right now. I'm not exactly sure what it is. I think it's socks. Oh, we still have socks out. Um, there's probably some other stuff on the website, too. If there's not any merch, there's going to be some soon. Can we say what's soon to come? Uh, no. Uh, but there is, there is more merch that's very soon to come. Uh, we also oh. would very much appreciate anyone signing up for first and keeping that membership up through the past the trial period. Oh, because yeah. that's... Uh, Definitely going to help us down the line pay back uh, for the woods mm -hmm. because uh, that money Only is alone. not that money was a loan, so we have to you know pay that back um, and also all the economic strife that we're in always with demonetization uh, is leaving us desperate. So with that being said, thank you guys for watching this episode of Beyond the Pine. I'm Stephen Suptic, James DeAngelis, Kib Clayton James, and I'm Autumn Farrell. You know what to do. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. No, you they know what to do. <laughs> <laughs>